0: Welcome to Freedom Through Blogging, a podcast all about helping you grow your blog so you can achieve the freedom in life you're looking for. Join your host, Alan Young, as he shares his journey of growing his blog business, all while giving you any tips and strategies he learns along the way. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. The show starts right now hey welcome to episode number two of the freedom free blogging podcast my name is alan i'm your host and yeah let's get into it so look last episode episode number one i told you my story and in that story i mentioned the blog that i spent two years on i had 111 posts and i managed to get to a you know a paltry 2,000 monthly visits so it was terrible so yeah so you know why did that happen like you know i i i know now why that happened but at the time I did and so maybe you want to know why that happened and I'm going to share that with you in this uh, episode so hopefully you can avoid making that mistake because I can promise you I will never repeat that same mistake and I could call it a mistake or a waste of two years but you know when I look at it now I see it as a, a great opportunity to learn I learned a lot from that mistake which is a good thing so yeah I'm going to show you what I did wrong and hopefully that can uh, save you the uh, the pain of going through a similar type of thing so yeah so two years 111 most 2,000 monthly visits. Why was it so bad? So I'm going to tell you about the key thing that I can really, you know, say is the contributing factor to that blog failing and that is keyword research. I never had, well, I didn't have a clue. I didn't really understand keyword research, not well enough, obviously, and I never really understood the difference between broad um, uh, keywords and long-tail keywords. So you've got broad keywords and long-tail keywords. Never really understood that concept. I never really understood competition analysis and things like that. But the main part was the keyword, the keyword research, um, more than any other thing on this blog that I did. So let me give you an example. So when I was doing keyword research for this blog, I would go on to the... Uh, the google Analy uh, not the Google Analytics, the Google uh, Keyword planner tool back then, and I would just type in a sort of like a, a topic into the uh, into the tool and it would give me a bunch uh, a list or a bunch of uh, keywords that were related to that topic and then I' would skim through them and i 'd say, oh this one 's got ten thousand this one 's got thirty thousand searches and i would think oh i 'm just going to target those keywords and I think i'll hire an SEO guy because that's what SEO guys do. They get you ranked to certain keywords. And, um, so that was my mentality. Find some keywords I want to rank. I think they're going to be good keywords. I got lots of search volume. I'll pay a guy to do the SEO and yeah, I'm going to rank. It's that easy. Like that was my mentality. So, you know, mistake number one. I'm just targeting keywords thinking that an SEO guy will be the fix. Let me say, you do not need an SEO guy. I actually don't ever, He ever, wouldn't even consider using an SEO guy no more, a guy no more, because if I did, I'm obviously targeting keywords way too um, tough to to even try and rank for. And I think it's a waste of money. You're better off just using that money to invest in content. I've actually know some very close guys to me, and they get hundreds of visits a month as well. And they... And they are—they never do. They don't hire an SEO guy, and they don't do backlink and any of that stuff. They just do the same stuff that I'm going to share with you in these coming uh, episodes. But yeah, so I would just find these keywords, and uh, I would just think, "Oh, right, I'm going to try and rank for these keywords by having an SEO guy," and that didn't work because the keywords I was ranked for were like "make money online." Let me just say, like. That SEO guy should have told me, should have said, you've got no chance to rank for making money online or or best marketing tips. You know, these keywords, I had no chance, I'm a new blog, I had no chance of ranking, I had no backlinks to my blog, doesn't matter how many backlinks I got, I probably would have never ranked. And uh, yeah, this guy should have told me, but he didn't, he's just doing his job, he just I tell him I want this and he said I'll try and that's really it and then he spent basically the best part of two years trying to rank for keywords that I never ranked for any of them and that's probably why I only had 2,000 monthly search visits. They were probably just some random keywords that happened to rank for by accident um, but the actual keywords I was ranked for had no chance. So another thing that I can say when it comes to keyword research was I thought because a keyword had very little search volume you shouldn't go for it. So, say for instance, you have more longer tail versions. So, for instance, if you had a, I say I was targeting make money online, which probably had hundreds of thousands. If I had to target something more specific, a search query more specific, such as how to make money online as a logo designer, that may say there's only 20 search volume a month. So in my mind back then, I thought 20 search volume a month, it's not even worth creating a piece of content. And that was wrong because I now know that just because a keyword tool says 20 search volume a month, that is not what you're gonna get. They are so inaccurate when it comes to search volume. And the reason is, there is so many different variations of a phrase that you can word or say that mean the same thing. So you could say how to make money online as a logo designer, maybe in a hundred different ways and phrase it differently, but it means the same thing. Google smart. It's going to rank you for all the variations if your article is good. And that is what I didn't realize at the time. And look, I'm going to tell you, I've got keywords or I've targeted keywords that say 20 search volume and they can bring up to 500 organic hits a a day. A day not a month a day um, and that is you know for a keyword that supposedly says 20 search volume a month and loads of my keywords are the same so yeah so mistake number one targeting these broad keywords and I was trying to use SEO guy to rank for and I was avoiding these low competition keywords because I thought they weren't worth it but in reality these low competition keywords are 20 search volume a month They tend to have a much lower competition. If you actually do your keyword research and find these keywords, if you actually do your competition analysis by looking in the top 10, seeing how well each article is answering that query, is it answering accurately, is it exact, is it the exact kind of answer that you want for that query? you know, you're going to find it's much more easier for these type of keywords because unless people target them, you know, people still fall under that belief that, oh, it's low low search volume, right? I'm not going to waste my time. But the reality is there's, you know, so much traffic for them keywords sometimes. It's not always the case. Maybe sometimes it is just 20 a month, but the chances are it's not. I've created articles for keywords that which at all says zero, but I know from my own experience I've actually searched for that keyword and I've created an article and it does get me traffic. So it's like, yeah, don't believe a keyword so that is the biggest mistake I did I was targeting keywords based on search volume and thinking that I could beat it with SEO it was a big waste of time and a waste of money your best bet is actually just to create Find long tail keywords or phrases of maybe four, or five keywords or more, and uh, and then create content around those articles if there. Uh, you know if you feel like the answer isn't being answered well in the top ten. If you go in the top ten and uh, say, for instance, you have that search query, "How to make money online as a logo designer," and the top ten searches are like literally like. 10 power websites amazing articles really in depth really strong domains then don't bother obviously it's a waste of time but if you type that same query and you search and there's only like three that actually say how to make money online as a logo designer, and the other ones are more like sort of similar but not quite answering it and maybe sort of like can you make money online as a logo designer is a logo designer uh, a profitable business you know just sort of like similar but not quite on topic then that's good because obviously the top 10 hasn't got enough good articles to uh, to put in the top 10 so it's putting closely related queries and if the top ones aren't really in depth or great articles then you definitely got a good chance go and create a good piece of content and you're going to probably rank for that article in uh, you know in a short amount of time or at least at some point you will be to rank for it and that's really how I do that now so I just find these keywords and even if they sort of say low competition I do my competition analysis and I will still write content on them I will never try create content uh, that I have to start building backlinks to. A lot of these tools give you search uh, volume and then they tell you the difficulty based on the backlinks. And another reason as well, they say, I'm just sort of going off topic, if you're using a keyword tool, maybe such as SEMrush or Ahrefs or whatever, and you put in a keyword query and it's telling you it's difficult. So say for instance it's uh, a keyword maybe 50 search volume a month, that's what it's saying, and it's saying it's difficult. The reason it will tell you it's difficult normally is because of the strength of the domain and the articles that are ranked so say for instance you had an article was uh, how to lose weight on a keto diet as a vegan right say that was your article um, you were looking to target and then you type that query into uh, a keyword it says ultra difficult and then if you actually just type that query in yourself though to google and you actually look, you may realize that the top 10 didn't actually say how to lose weight on a keto diet as a vegan. They actually were all about vegetarian because there wasn't any vegan one. So it was all like uh, best keto recipes on a vegetarian diet, how to lose weight uh, keto as a vegetarian. They were all vegetarian. So Even though those top 10 might have had super strong domains ranking for those keywords, not one of them may have actually answered it as a vegan because that's what you actually wanted. But because there was no actual content there uh, already, it just ranks the most relevant or closest related. So a keyword tool may tell you it's super difficult, so you don't even try. But the reality is, of course you're going to rank. You'd be the only one who actually answered it as a vegan. So And I've done this again. I've done this where there's been high... Or strong domains in the top 10 but they weren't actually answering the query uh, correctly because it was answering something similar because it didn't actually have an answer on what i wanted so i actually created a piece of content and straight away it comes in within a month or two and it's bringing in 30 to 50 search volume uh, you know a day just from a keyword which uh, which says you know like only 50 search volume a month and it's already bringing that in a day but also it was high, um, it was high uh, competition, but the reality was the competition wasn't even answering the query correctly. So again, this is another thing just to pay attention to. But yeah, so that's the whole point of this thing: two years, ten, hundred eleven posts. Just don't, just be careful when you're doing your keyword research. Don't just judge keywords by their volume. Don't go after keywords uh, and expect to beat them with S- with uh, you know an SEO guy and building backlinks. I oh, don't even bother. If that is the, if it's that hard of a keyword and you're going to need to build backlinks, don't even bother. Just try and find keywords that you can rank for. Always have a look at vo- low volume keywords too, because they can still bring in tons of search from. Just because a keywords uh, tool tells you it's low doesn't mean it's the truth. Look at it and actually think to yourself: Does this seem like it's going to be hardly anyone in the in the, the millions? of people all around the world or billions. Does it really seem like only 20 people are going to be searching this query? If not, chances are it's not. So still think about creating that content, but still do your competition analysis and look in the top 10 and just think, are these uh, are these articles really answering the query that I've typed in here correctly? Is it on point? If not, you know, can I create a better article? And just really think about it like that way. But the key point out of all of those years is that I wasted too much time trying to rank for these high uh, volume, broad keywords which I just had no chance of ranking for, whether I had tons of backlinks or not. So the key takeaway is here, don't do that. Look for keywords which are more um, long tail, more specific in the search query. And just because it says they're gonna be low um, you know low uh, volume it doesn't necessarily mean that's the truth and then also do your competition analysis something I never did correctly back in the day so yeah that's it for this post just really wanted to show you that share that tip with you because that was one of the key things that I wasted so much time was I just tried to waste um, try to uh, rank for broad keywords that were just you know I had no chance you need to go for more specific um, long tail keywords and don't be worried because the competition I mean the, uh, the search volume says it's low chances are it probably won't be. So that's it for this um podcast. I didn't say blog post. That's it for this podcast. And um, and if you're not in my group yet, come and join the Freedom Through Blogging Facebook group. And uh, yeah, and I'll speak to you in the next episode. Till then. Thank you for listening to Freedom Through Blogging. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do. We hope you enjoy today's episode. For more information and updates, check us out at freedomthroughblogging.com or join our Facebook group, Freedom Through Blogging. Until next time, take care.